Hello and welcome to I'm on my period piece. I'm Lindsay. I'm Molly. And this week we watched the 1982 Annie starring Aileen Quinn, mm-hmm. but really just a host of legends. I, the only one I'd heard of was Aileen Quinn. Oh, that, wow. Yeah. Okay, well, we gotta Introducing Tim Curry, Bernadette Peters, Carol, uh, Burnett, Carol Burnett, Albert Finney, introducing Annette Reinking. Yeah. Um, but before we start talking about the film, bitch, let's sync up. Oh, please. What have you been up to? Nothing. Nothing? Not wow. really. Hardly a thing. Uh, Friday night, Craig and I kicked it at home. Um, Saturday night, I watched all your kids. Mm-hmm, all these um, damn kids. Which was a true delight. Uh, your child had me do math problems with her. Quick maths. She, rather, she had us construct math problems for her to solve. Um, I don't know where she gets this from. I think it's really cool. I think it's great. I love a I'm woman encouraging instant. it. Yes, of yeah, course. It's great. Got brunch with the whole fam on Sunday. Yep. Um, I'm now just guarding my energy in the full moon. Oh, good and, call. Uh, you know, yeah. getting ready for vacances next vacances. week. So you will not get an episode from us next yeah, week. We shan't be here. Um, we'll but be if you Mexico. if you can figure out how to dox us, come steal my items. Sure. It won't be much. It won't be much. <laughs> it's an honest living. <laughs> I would say that the most valuable thing in my home is the backsplash, so you better be ready to do some work. <laughs> um, can you imagine? I would be actually... Please, guys, please. <laughs> be cool, guys. Please don't come dismantle my backsplash. Please. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that's basically what I've been up to. I guess in terms of programming... Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, it, I don't... I, I really... This sounds like... I would shove this person in a locker if I heard this, but I really don't watch a lot of TV that much these days. But the problem with opening an app is that it shows you all the things to watch. Oh, yeah. Uh So I caught up on Handmaid's Tale. Okay. As I should not. Oh, that sounds so depressing. It's psychically draining. Yeah. And I, I... want to punch the music supervisor. Oh, no. What what choices it's have they a, made? They're just so ham-fisted. Like, okay, there's a really emotional scene mm-hmm. at the end of an episode. And what do they do, Lindsay? They use, like, a Starbucks coffee house cover of Fix You by Coldplay. Absolutely not. The lack of respect that you show me as the listener, that the, the lyrics or the emotions have to just perfectly map onto. It's going to be so obvious. I'm calling for a complete and total shutdown of Fix of this, You. Of, until we figure it out. Until we figure this whole thing fix out. Fix You is, it has been weaponized. It has been. <laughs> it has been weaponized. Yeah. It's a psychic weapon. It is. It is, because it's like... It, it can really just, like, make you feel something out of nowhere. Right. And that's not fair. That's not fair. Because sometimes you'd be trying your best and you don't succeed. And, like, <laughs> you get what you want, but really not what you need. Right. Um. So I caught up on Handmaid's Tale and I got right back into friggin' This Is Us. Oh, I got it. I got to get into it. It actually... The thing is, is, like... It's a good show. It's a good show. <laughs> it's a good program. It's a good show. And I don't, I'm not even, I don't even care that it makes me a basic. As you know, that's something no, I crave. Yeah. I want to be. We love that. I just started um, watching Real Housewives of New York, like, as you arrived tonight. Yeah, it's great. But it just... I, it took... I. It was too much screen time for me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. That... Especially with that level of uh, investment. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's too intense. Yeah. But the good news is it's ending this week. Yeah. So I'll be freed. Yeah. From the Pearson <laughs> family. For just a little while. <laughs> For a few months. Yeah. It can take take some time. Think about whether I need all these dramatic monologuing people in my it's life. it's like there's only one season left, so it's Of course I'm like, going to see gotta, it through. Might as well see it through. It's a good program. It is. And then I got bored of that, so I, or not bored, I finished with it, so I was like, maybe I'll give the ABC knockoff uh, a million little things another try. Oh, no. It's so bad. See, the thing is, if it doesn't have Amanda Lee Moore... 
I'm Who's out. that? Mandy Moore. Oh, oh my. I love her. My goodness me. In her old face prosthetics. They they do a good job of that, actually. Yeah, she's really good at playing well, a 70-something she, woman. When have... In, in Mandy Moore's time on the silver screen, have you ever known her to have a spirit that is younger than 55? Absolutely not. No, she like was like 17 being like, I love Carol King. You know what's great, too, is that she was in Because I Said So, which is fine. She it's, could play the mom in that before long. She seems like she's channeling Diane's energy from that a little bit. Yeah, Rebecca. she's also becoming an interiors icon. So <sighs> you know, you gotta incredible. you gotta respect that. And I love that she's married to just one of the dullest musicians of all time now. And you, you know, that guy could not produce a single song that would stand out in my mind. I love it for her. It's it's a great come down you know off of the Ryan Adams yes, train. I bet he's like a good husband and father. Didn't she date someone else who was also a little cuckoo? Uh, I don't remember. Let me look this up real quick. How did you know her whole name? Because <laughs> I love her. You do love I Mandy love Moore. <laughs> also, she had a little boy named Gus. Oh, mom's that, I mean, texting us about adorable. the casino. Mom, cut it out. She's an Aries. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, oh, My man. best friend from high school was an Aries as well. I mean, that's why you love her. That could be. Could they, be that. I mean, they are fun. They are. They're great. They're very uh, stubborn. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Let me let me look this up. You know I want to go to personal life, so why bother? <laughs> Can someone please just build a, a Wikipedia app that skips all the other shit? Right. And literally just is personal life. Right. Wiki personal, please. Um, just a filter. And also controversies. I want to include that as well. Controversies. Um, Early life is, is valid sometimes. Sometimes. Uh, okay. I okay, like, so she was, oh my God, she dated Zach Braff for two years. Oh, that's right. Oh, that is no. right. And then she was married to Ryan Adams for yes. how long? Like three or four years, right? It wasn't very yeah. long. Yeah. And so now she's with Taylor Goldsmith, and I think that's great. But. Yeah. Yeah. In their beautiful house. Their little baby boy, Gus. Such she tried a cute to name. climb Mount Everest in 2019. Hmm. She, she made it to the base camps. Okay. But I feel like we should have heard about that more. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like they talked about it maybe on Who Weekly because I think that she did it as part, like, partnering with a brand Was she something. raising awareness? I think she was. But I think she was, like, sponsored by some brand to do it to raise awareness for some issue or something. It was cool. Like, it was, you know. It was, sure. Sure. I guess, but it's like, shouldn't, shouldn't we be more aware? Right. I, the fact that it, it didn't work. It didn't raise it my awareness at the time. It flopped. <laughs> it was, sorry to say, love, but, but you scaling a very difficult mountain kind of flopped for me. <laughs> it was a flop, babe. Anyway, Burbs. that's what I'm up to. Um, this week, I think, is a real focus on, uh, maybe we don't, maybe we don't watch all that stuff right. all the time. Okay. And that's fair. And that's fair. And, and, and may I be perfectly clear that this is zero judgment about anyone's television consumption. I'm just trying to figure out what works for me. Right. Yeah. No. Um, but yeah. Anyway, that's what I've been up to, just really balls deep in the Hulu application. We love, we love Hulu. <laughs> Hulu! Hulu! How are you? I'm what have you great. been up to? I turned 35. Mm. Oh, yeah, that. Oh, yeah, that. Um, on sat- Sunday. Sunday. Uh, so, Saturday, you came and watched my children, as you said. Parker and I thought we would be cute and try to go to, like, uh, what was that? That place, Suerte? 
mm-hmm. of course, they were like, girl, we can get you in at 11 p.m. Oh, if we can get you in at all. Nobody wants to work. <laughs> they can't. Lynn was to be, like. To be clear, I'm joking. Yeah, I'm joking. Yeah. Thank Lynn you. was like, we can get you in at uh, 9 o'clock. And I was like, girl, I'm hungry now. And then I called um, Wu Chow because I was like, that's older than Lynn. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit bigger. They couldn't get us in until 10, 15 no, you p.m. Can, you cannot go out to eat in this town. I was like, what literally happened? So you have to I think was, about it a week in advance now. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I started to panic a little bit because I was like, oh, my God, where can we go? Parker was like, maybe we can go to the domain somewhere. And I was like, yeah, but I don't want to. And um, so we ended up driving down Burnett, and we saw this little Italian place called Gusto. Um, and I was like, well, we can check that out. And it was really nice. Like, mm-hmm. Parker got a, what's that fish? I, Branzino. Branzino. He mm-hmm. had a Branzino. I had some pasta. We had, like, some really delicious, very lemony broccolini. Oh, I love broccolini. Got some focaccia. It was it was very lovely. And it was, like, nice and low-key. Like, it felt, you know how a lot of those restaurants on Burnett feel kind of like, it's a neighborhood. You yeah, know? it's, like, kind of 80s. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. it felt very much like going out to eat an Italian restaurant in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Like, very that Like, Billy that Joel vibe. might show up at any moment. Exactly. Yeah. And Billy Crystal, for that matter. Oh, wouldn't that be good? That'd be so great. We love him. Um, and then Sunday, yeah, we went to brunch. Same kind of deal. We, I was, like... Oh, maybe we could try this place. And they were all like, Hanks, the neighborhood joint, Hanks. They were like, we can't get you in until like 1 p.m. or something. I we really like, wish that you had told them, well, I hear your shakshuka gives everyone diarrhea. Because <laughs> it does. Yeah, that could have been something to hold over their heads. I heard about your shakshuka. Oh, yeah. I mean, you witnessed a, a marital tiff when Craig realized that I suggested <laughs> that he get it one time. Without telling him that it? it had given me diarrhea before. <laughs> Were you just trying to see if it did the same thing to him? Yeah, like I enrolled him in a double-blind experiment. (laughs) So it was only single-blind because you knew. That's that's fair. Uh, (laughs) Well... Yeah, but I, there was a degree of self-deception, too. But right. I think... It, you thought, I'm, maybe it won't this time. If I'm being honest, <laughs> maybe I wanted to see, <laughs> see it. I don't know. I just figured it was my constitution, because that's not a thing that gives people... That'd be a good thing. Words. That's good to know about, in case I ever get desperate. You know? That seems like a lot more fun than drinking magnesium citrate. You would go and pay, mm-hmm. whatever, like 16 American dollars... Yeah. For the privilege to have shakshuka diarrhea <laughs> from yep. Hanks. And at both times, though, both times I combined it with their really good mint cold brew. So, so it could have been, the cold brew could have been doing some of that. It could have been a one-two punch. Mm-hmm. It could have been, but I, I'm built different. Yeah. Too. Like, yeah. To my knowledge, I don't know if everyone else is macro, macrodosing on those Delta 8 gummies. <laughs> but say macro did. <laughs> Because it says to take one, and I take two. Oh, I take two every time. Okay, but does it? It doesn't do the thing to you. Because to me, it is an incredible high. Oh, it makes me really, really, really relaxed. Oh, it's it is blissed out. Uh huh. But also like to 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 the moon. Okay, you know? that's great. Yeah, but I don't know that. It, all I'm saying is people have different physiology. So I just was curious to see if the shakshuka. Right. Gives everyone else bubble cuts. Okay. So I, I thought that I would test it out on the person I love and trust the most. <laughs> bubble cut. Oh, that's terrible. Anyway, yeah, friggin' Hanks. Yeah. You I know, know what I hope they like, hear they this. They got highfalutin all of a sudden. Like, they're like, oh, sorry, sweetie, we what can't get right you right do they have? Because they've about five items on that menu that are good. Everything else is fine. I had one and, time an and artichoke. Good is a stretch, honestly. They sent me, like, a grilled artichoke that I could not masticate. It was chewing gum, my friend. What am I supposed to do with this? I literally was like, okay, I guess this is like I chewing guess I tobacco. I the flavor and spit it out. <laughs> yeah, could you please bring me a spittoon for the artichoke? 
The thing about that place is that the ambiance is so cute. It's it's made well. I wish that they would get their menu together. And they've changed this a little bit for the longest time, though. You'd go and the servers would be like, God, why are you here? <laughs> like, they hated you. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> would you terribly mind Oh, you're still wearing off? a little bandana around your neck, I see. <laughs> What are you canvassing for Beto later? Oh. <laughs> are you playing Pokemon Go? <laughs> I actually ate there after a Beto can- of canvassing course. shift. Of course. I ran into my like sh- my like companion, like the person that I talked to when I was like on my phone banking shift. Oh yeah. And her family. And we were like, hey girl. <laughs> I mean, and Hanks probably hated you for it. For just being two two seconds behind the moment. <laughs> Oh, for being Beto? No, I'm just oh. saying, like, they, every time I go there, they're like, we're not wearing that anymore. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Well, you know, we're eating good food now, okay? So. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> how about that? <laughs> we're going to places that don't give us diarrhea. Okay. <laughs> There's that on that. Anyway, um, I'm sorry I took over your. Oh, no, you're great. Talk about Shakshuka I'm trying to think if there's anything interesting that I've watched, though, since we last conversed. I don't really. Um, what did I watch with Parker on Friday before we went on our little date night on Saturday? I don't even remember. We're fascinating. I can't remember. I mean, um, it's okay. But, uh, Parker started, he, there was some show he started watching and he was like, oh, let's see if you like it. And I was like, <laughs> it's, um, Modoc or something on Hulu. It's like Patton Oswalt and John Hamm, but it looks like, um, that like adult swim show that's like claymation-y or whatever. I can't remember what it's called. Anyways, he's like, like supposed robot to be robot chicken. Yes, and it's produced by Seth Green, just like Robot Chicken was. Oh wow, I love what he's done with himself. I know. I'm glad he's still working. But mm-hmm. Parker was like, "Oh, he's like a super villain, but he's like really bad at it." And I was like, "Okay, sure, I'll, I'll give it a try." Mm-hmm. And I watched like ten minutes and bitchily like did not even crack a smile like i was like parker this is not for me like you know what turn this good for you for off. your rad can babe yeah <laughs> rad can is very crucial i was it like is. i'm so happy for you that you found something that you enjoy watching this is going to be something for you to watch on your own time i have some constructive feedback for you and, and this is not, maybe just a you activity this is not what i'm going to be doing oh i was on friday one thing i do want to say is i told you about this that show me pizza and i have thought about it i'm i'm gonna go get it since i Ate it. Don't it you was worry. Incredible. And you know that thing you sent me earlier, that lemon ricotta oh my God. pizza? It was kind of Mud like on. giving that. I love like burrata or ricotta on a pizza that just very soft, like not chewy. It's like a spreadable moment, you mm-hmm. know? Oh, it's good. And then um, also, I listened to the audiobook of Piranesi, which I highly recommend. You have the book book. Mm-hmm. Um, if you ever decide I'll you probably want, read it on vacay. I was going to say, if you decide you want to listen to the audiobook, let me know and I'll give you my Audible login because Chiwetel Ejiofor reads it. Oh! And his voice is so pretty. <laughs> it's like very soothing. That's great. But that book is good as hell. It was like very, um, didn't go where I thought it was going to go. It reminded me a lot of Slade House, like Rachel said. So anyways, I'm excited to discuss that at boot club. But mm. yeah, um, should we talk about Annie? I would love. We got Annie. To talk about Annie. So we watched this a lot as kids. Yeah. Um, I, do you remember I, the first time we saw it? No. Okay, I do. Whoa. We were at Nana's house. Okay. In South Carolina. It was Christmas break. And we got there and Nana had recorded it off the TV, which is something Aww. that she used to do for us. It was so sweet. She recorded like the space, the, the Jetsons meet the Flintstones for I remember me, that one. And the Jetsons movie. And, uh, but <laughs> they, she and Jenny were like, oh, we've got Annie. And you and I were like, what? And I remember Jenny and Nana both being like, y'all haven't seen Annie? And I was like, 
should I have? It came out four years before I was born. Like, apparently it was already, you know, considered canon and weird that we hadn't seen it yet. And then we watched it like 8,000 times that Christmas break. But, uh, you know, I did survey like three friends uh before this and two of them did grow up with it. But one of them was like, wait, that's a thing. And I was like, I just, I don't know if everyone watched it as a little girl. Right. Well, and then like last night on my close friend's Instagram, I just posted a clip of Miss Hannigan. And Jenny Cobb was like, we used to watch that so much as kids. And I was like, yeah, we really did. I remember us, like, choreographing something to Hard Knock Life. Like, oh, what? well, you want to talk iconic. Iconic. That Jay-Z song that sampled Yes, Hard okay, Life. okay. So I also saw the 2014 Annie, the terrible one, with Cameron Diaz. Oh, and bless you for giving that a shot. And Quivon Janae Wallace, who's so adorable, oh, she's and Jamie so Foxx. Um, so I saw that while I was pregnant with Tig. Mm-hmm. And I cried, like, a couple of times, even though I recognized it was a bad movie. And then I was like, I, I was curious to see if this, the old one would have the same effect on me now that I'm an adult. Cause I haven't seen it all the way through in years. Uh-huh. Bitch, I cried four times in the first hour. Oh yeah. I, it's a lot. It is a lot. It it's, is like, it's a lot. So earnest and sweet and sad. Yeah. In some places that it's just like too much. Um, are Jamie Foxx and Katie Holmes still together? No, she was dating some guy, some Italian guy. During... I really liked them as a couple. I did too. I thought that was very Something attractive. Jamie Foxx seems like a real get as a boyfriend. Oh, extremely uh, high above Katie Holmes's pay range, I would say. Does but... he still live in Dallas too? Wait, he lives in Dallas? He lived in Dallas for quite some time. Oh my God. Which did... to me is like, that's, I think it's always good when a celebrity chooses not to live in Hollywood. Right. Agreed. Well, and it's like what we talked about. If I had all that money, I would simply be anonymous and quiet about it. I would, you yeah. You can get so much house in Dallas with his money. I don't, I can't tell you that Dallas would be where I would choose. I'd probably. No. No, not me either, but is yeah. he from there? I think so. Okay, well, there you go. Yeah. Um, okay, so this is in 1933, New York. 36, 30 I saw. Yeah. I thought was, it was 33. I just looked at the Wikipedia, but let me check. Let me hold that thought. Because IMDb said 33 because there was a um, there was an anomaly having to do with that. Oh, so maybe that's the deal because... Because um, they show a film and, in the film that came out in 36. Well, and at some point they talk about her being 10 years old. And then her, when they bring up her birth certificate, it says 1926. So, oh, so I thought that that was, well, then maybe you're right. Um, but let's see, it is set. It was based on a 1977 musical in 1936 during the great depression. Well, damn it. I, a few of my inflation calculator things. Well, I'm uh, sure that's close enough. It was during the depression. I would think so. Three years apart. So it is, um, the absolute greatest depression, uh, where this kicks off in an orphanage. In um, New York city. In New York city. Run by Agatha Hannigan. I don't remember Hannigan. I don't remember them saying Agatha ever. I I guess maybe Brewster does at some point. Maybe. That, that does seem like an appropriate name. I feel like we coded that name with witchiness as yeah. kids. It's Agatha. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Um, I like the name Agatha, though. It is a good name. Uh, okay, so, I mean, I don't remember. What was the first musical number? So she it? sings that song musing about her parents. No, I can't. Th- I can't and it's, no, it makes let's not talk cry. about it. And then, the, and then baby Molly wakes baby up. Baby Molly wakes up. And that was the cutest kid I've ever seen in my life. So effing cute with her little bangs and her little round face. And I was cackling when one of the kids goes, Molly shouldn't be in this room. She's a baby. <laughs> <laughs> and us in Nashville. 
in Nashville. When you and I were up all night talking and Fiona and Brooke were like, bitch, shut up. Oh my God. Dude, <laughs> Molly shouldn't be have been in that room. room. She's a baby. I, I'm, I was just like, oh, is this why you were the way you were to me growing up? <laughs> Molly shouldn't be in this room. She's a baby. You actually slept in my room for like a while for fun because we like loved it. When yeah. When I was like seven and you were two. Except for when your other friend would show up. Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> my other friend. <laughs> I didn't get to claim her for quite some time. Oh, God. Um, anyway, Annie's pigtails do look like rat tails here, and I just, yes. like, I want to name that. And I'm glad that they cut them post-haste as soon as she goes to the Warbucks residence. And I do need to let you know that when I searched Annie uh-huh. on Wikipedia, one of the first results was Anne Hathaway, and I think that is messed up. <laughs> She's really got the, her She's SEO team on so it. She's <laughs> so hard to be Annie Hathaway. You cannot do that. that she late said, y'all, I need to be on the first page. And what woman... In, she's in her 40s now, right? She's, I think, 37 or 38. She's a couple years older than 38 me. 38 is such a hot age. She it would really be. really is. Um, anyway. She feels 38, like, permanently. Yeah. Bitch. I think I'm thinking about those moves. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, at your big age, why would you want to go from Anne to Annie? You have a whole career as Anne Hathaway. It's why like being Annie? Mackenzie and then all of a sudden being like, I'm Ken's. <laughs> No. President Kens. Um, okay. So Annie tries to sneak out of the orphanage. Yeah, in with your Mr. Bundle. In the laundry. Laundry, which is, at the, as a kid, I was like, it's foolproof plan. It's excellent. <laughs> Get out of laundry here. cart. And Miss Hannigan is trying to, like, she's horny. Oh, my God. I would say that's, like, one of the top three words I would describe her. It's, like, horny. She's, like, alco- drunk. Drunk. <laughs> and... She has uh, a taste for luxury, but not lazy? the means. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I, so I she's hate trying to, to say it, but she is a Taurus. I love Miss Hannigan. I mean, she's terrible, but I love... It's so fun to watch her. She, oh, my God. Like, please. the way that Carol Burnett says, she had to go bedroom. Oh, like, yeah, I mean, that's, it's, it's iconic. We say it all the time. My neural pathways. Yeah. <laughs> she had to go bathroom. Like, any anytime <laughs> I have to go to the bathroom, I'm met with that kind of scorn. <laughs> oh, she had to go bathroom. <laughs> oh, my God. So Carol Burnett like, also is like, oh, yeah, she's flirting with Mr. Bundles, which is a hilarious name for a laundry man. He's also so gay, baby. I mean, it literally didn't occur to me as a kid. I was just like, oh my god, embarrassing. He's not into Agatha. Because she's just like, time for a tumble with the bundle. Oh, she's so desperate. I love it. It's so funny. Okay, so anyway... Meanwhile, out in the mean streets of New York, you know, Annie's nearly getting into fistfights with little boys. She picks up this scamp of a dog. She's got... Scrap. She's she's so scrappy. Yeah. She picks up this dog named Sandy, who actually I think looks a bit like our ill-fated she does. pet Sandy. And she's so cute. I think I'm calling Sandy a he, and I'm like, but that looks like that looks like our Sandy, apart, who apart was a girl. From Cohen, that's not really a boy's name, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So she, the. This is like so hard Scrabble, like tough tough times. Like yeah. this this. Um, What's the the pound guy comes yeah. up? And he's like, "This is like your dog." I I I'm taking him more. to the sausage factory. It's like you you just threatened to brutalize and kill a dog in front of a little girl. That's what Miss Hannigan says later. Oh, he's gonna love this sausage factory. And I'm like, "Do you mean to eat the sausage or to become it?" I, how hard people didn't eat dog, did they? I did, I hope not. They were down bad in the depression, they, though. They I don't were. Know. D- I have some really fun facts about how down bad they were later. Okay. Um, so, anyways, yeah, the, I, I was gonna say the pound and like dog catcher thing was also it was like a overrepresented in kids. Yeah, entertainment. It's we true. So she she calls Sandy over. Sandy is effectively her dog now. She sneaks him, and it just feels weird to call Sandy. In my I mind, know. Sandy was a girl dog. I know. She sneaks him back into the orphanage. I don't know what she thought was going to happen there. 
Because, you know, Hannigan can't afford it. No. But then this is... You're not getting hot mush today. Yay! (laughs) You're getting Getting cold cold mush. (laughs) I honestly, like, before I'm done with this body... I, I do want to play Miss Hannigan. I don't care if it's at, like... Community theater. We love it. Yeah, I don't care if it's at, like, the Longview, Texas Playhouse. Like, let me play Miss Hannigan. It's fun. I would be good at it. You know what? I bet you could do uh, Little Girls at karaoke, and that would oh, be... Oh. So. I bet I could. <laughs> yeah, I would love to go up there in my underwear and do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Uh, anyway, the, 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 where they sing the dumb dog, dumber than they come dog. dog. The, these little girls are serving their Broadway best. Well, baby. what I had to tell you is that I, cause I watched this a few years ago and I felt this in my intuitive knowing, uh-huh. but I had it confirmed by the IMDb facts because mm-hmm. I knew that two of the girls in that performance must have tried out for Annie and not gotten it. The girl with the short brown hair mm-hmm. and the blonde with the freckles. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because of the way, and we, I'm going to pull back from the mic so I can really give this my all. Yeah. The way that they show out, because all the other <laughs> girls are like, you know, what about Gam Gam? Like, they sound yeah. like little girls. Gam Gam, he's anything but. Yes. And then that one girl... <laughs> strong timber in her voice how about champion (laughs) and then like not to be outdone freckles comes in later and like i gotta pull away because she just really belts i don't want to wake anybody up in your room yeah she's like rover why don't you think it i mean like she's jennifer holiday she's giving she said i get i get two lines in this entire musical she's like like here we go. Yeah, she did a little theatrical button after that one. Who was the one that kept saying, "Oh my goodness, oh my goodness"? Was that her? I thought that was Molly. Oh, is it? Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's one of they just you hear it coming from the crowd of little girls. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. And each one of those girls is uniquely adorable. And we we skipped over Hard Knock Life, which the choreo is so impressive for those little girls. It's also really cute. It's just adorable. Like. It's, it's so cute. Santa Claus, what's that? Who's, Who's he? he? Also, a surprising thing that we were allowed to watch that that much, because that seems like it's really thin ice on, like, ruining Santa Claus for you. Because if you were, if, you know. If you're I feel a kid, like, you're like, why wouldn't they get that? Yeah, exactly. I feel like if I watch it with Tiggs, Santa like, just the whitest jerk of all time? Did he just forget to go to their orphanage? Seems like they need presents more than anyone. Right. Yeah. Um, okay, so just before Sandy, you know, would have to meet a terrible fate, in comes Miss Anne Reinking mm. playing, what is her name? Grace. Grace. Um, Miss something. Oh, I can't remember. Oh, we'll look it up. But she plays Grace, who's like the personal assistant to Daddy mm-hmm. Warbucks. Farrell. Grace Farrell. Um, she's there to procure a child for a week of PR. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. It's so funny how baldly they just admit to that. Oh, I know. And the, but the thing that was also like, ugh, like Epstein Island was when she was like, we would prefer a redheaded child. Because she sees Annie and she's like already decided oh, she wants her. See, this is a classic. Like I was like looking at my phone. No, yeah, because Annie is like waving at her through a cracked door, and she's like. And she yeah. goes, "Oh, Mr. Warbucks would prefer a redheaded child." Okay, see, that's actually very sweet because I was so just cute. like, "Ew!" I know. And then, <laughs> and then she goes, "Maybe six. And Annie's like, "Going up seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten years old would be perfect." That's right. I forgot about that. They have a, a cute rapport from the beginning. It's so adorable. Yeah, I love it. Um, but I also Miss Hannigan. I never noticed this line till now, and it makes me laugh so hard. Where she's like, "You don't want this one. She's a drunk." <laughs> 
she's a drunk. <laughs> also, she said something like, uh... She's she's got what's coming to her, or she's gonna get what's coming to her, and I don't mean a week at the Ritz. And I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> the violence that she. It's she like, hates, why were you called to this vocation, ma'am? She hates this kid in particular. <laughs> yeah, like, f this child in particular. <laughs> like, it's terrible. I do think Annie kicks shit up. I think that's true too. Yeah, because once she does t- go away for a week, Miss Hannigan honestly is like, oh thank God, I'm like one week away from her. You know? Yeah. Which, man, gross. Um, so, I don't remember if Little Girls happens before. Um, I think I'm gonna like it I think here. it's after. Okay, love that scene. Oh, my God. It's so cute. She gets to the house, and she thinks she's, like, supposed to clean stuff. Like, they're like, what do you want to do first? And she's like, I guess I'll do the windows first, and then the floors, because I don't want to traipse anything around. And they're like, no, baby. I, we have a whole staff here. I love here. how excited the staff is to meet her, too, which is <laughs> so, like so sweet. The, like, florist, when he, like, picks, the gardener, he picks up Oh, my does, God. Like, I, several yes, weeps. Yes. It's so I, extra. I was watching that with Craig, and I was like, damn, yeah, no, I do have all day. I'll just <laughs> I'll just stand here on this balcony while, until you decide it's time to give me oh this flower. Oh, my God. It's so cute. I, I wish I could remember the, the, the chef and the... Um, Drake and Mrs. Pew. Here is Drake. <laughs> Drake will bring your tray when you're through. Mrs. Mrs. Pew. <laughs> it's so goofy to me. They have so many people working at this damn house. Like they're they're going to be made redundant. <laughs> Well, he's like a billionaire in the 30s. And I'm like, for oh. someone to be a billionaire at that time? Yeah. No, I... I need to know what the calculations say. So I couldn't... Yeah. I'll, I'll let you know on that in a moment. I Robert Barron. Yeah, well, he he's a munitions salesman. Oh. So these aren't even the best days for him. Oh, no. <laughs> Brighter days coming still for Daddy Warbucks. And he's going to have a society wedding in about 15 years. Uh-huh. Oh, damn. Um, which we will get into the politics of Annie because I did a little research and it it's just funny. It's, it is interesting. It seems like they keep trying to be like, well, this guy's a Democrat, LOL. Or like, this guy's oh, a Republican. It was, da, da, da. It was yeah. like a classic, like, why can't we be friends? Which <laughs> exactly. is like, I kind of love back yeah. then. Yeah. Um, anyway, so <laughs> Annie's having an extremely charming time. Um, yeah. I think they, is it, they go introduce her to Daddy Warbucks when... Well, he comes in. And he yeah. sees the Mona Lisa, and he's like, I don't like it. Take it away. And then he goes, actually, I like her I smile. Put it in my bathroom. There was some rich person that's based off of who had the Mona Lisa in their bathroom. Maybe it was Napoleon. Oh, my God. Yeah. Zaddy Warbucks. Okay, now I need to say something. Because as a child, I couldn't perceive. <laughs> <laughs> something about him is imperceptible to children, but... Which is good, because that's not what it's about when you're watching as a kid. But, but when you charm- watch as an adult, you're like... Oh my God! <laughs> what a man! What a man! I go pop on down to Party City see if I can't find me a red wig. Get into this household, <laughs> okay? I wow, he's so cute. His eyes are so twinkly. I've blue. never been willing to like overlook someone like making a fortune off of arms sales. <laughs> like so, <laughs> I've never felt like this before. When the drink like starts crazy, when the drink starts tasting like I don't mind that he's made his yeah. <laughs> money on arms. Truly, sales. I would just be like, oh, that old scamp. <laughs> old rascal oh who my cares god. oh my god he's yeah he's he so he yells at grace he's like it's not a boy orphans are boys take it back i'm gonna go prime his pump <laughs> see what i did there was i made a little joke involving history of the time mm-hmm, but also mm-hmm. about his payday yeah it was a little joke <laughs> it was a it was fun it was a little good fun something something fun and it's 
It's all in good fun. It's all in good fun. So he um, he decides that she's cute because she's like, I get it. You know what? And honestly, this was really fun. Like, thanks for letting me come check out your digs. She's so cute. She's so I can't cute. Handle it. She is so cute. And he's like, you know what? Never mind. She can stay. Was that the scene where he's in the office? Okay, no. We I think it's later when he's in the, in the office, office. It is adorable. And she comes in and she's like playing paper airplanes with Punjab. Yes. It's so cute. Yes. That, uh... <laughs> I don't even really feel equipped to discuss the whole issue of Punjab in the ass. Okay. So we yeah. just won't. Yeah. So Punjab, I don't know what he, is he supposed to be Indian? Uh, the actor is The from Indian Trinidad. is Trinidadian, but like, yeah. like they kind of, they just kind of orientalize all of them. I was going to say, it was just generally It was just very like white gays, kind of like, well, you're just from Asia somewhere. And then they just I don't sort know. of changed the musical treatment slightly. And we got Annie to be like, if you recall, these gentlemen are not from here. <laughs> They do like yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, it was it was like the like the beginning of Hong Kong Garden. Like yes, yeah, it's very that. Um, so we we go back to the orphanage, and Miss Hannigan like she gives the girls something to cut up too. This is the. It's the my, best song. In my mind, this is the best song. And you know what's one I forget is also the duet between Just her Sign and, is so good. They wrote it for the so movie. It's so good. Okay. I was, it was is not that what it's called? Just Sign? Yeah. I need to find out the lyrics because it was good. Well, I love a duet like that. Right. Like a dueling duet. Um, yeah, but before the duet, you're right, is... Uh, is um, the best song in the movie, which is Little Girls. Um, little Girl. Little Girl. And it's the... Her phrasing and everything is just beautiful she's just okay also like miss hannigan's room is cool it is cool it, but in like a college freshman sort of way like just draping fabrics yes. everywhere and also her wardrobe is very oh. it's giving very like theater major yes i it's think it's very dramatic famously you know that i am not particularly a lingerie girl but this because that i'm jumper a sturdy barbie cute. yeah <laughs> but that jumper i was like i could wear that that's cute yeah because uh, it's pants. <laughs> uh, but I do like her, like, robe, too. And then this is, she's drinking bathtub gin, but what I, what I feel is the time for me to come forward about my own past stupidity is that I just thought she was drinking bathwater as a kid. Oh. I thought it was pretty gross and weird. Yeah, I did, too, as a little kid, for yeah. sure. But then, like, the way that she does that thing where she cheerses two glasses together. Little, 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 little. Incredible. Man. Incredible. Someday I'll step on their freckles. Someday I'll straighten their curls. There I'll stay tucked away till the prohibition of little girls. And at the end of that song, that's when Rooster and Lily come in, right? Oh my god. Yes. So this is when we see Tim Curry and Bernadette Peters. You want to talk about a problematic polycule? Because it's also, okay. it's giving um, very the Lannisters. Yes, it is giving very that. There, there is like an uncomfortable sexual tension between Tim Curry and a broomstick, honestly. It's hard to, <laughs> in the wall. Tim Curry is a sexual nightmare. And he is. So is and Carol Burnett a little bit. There's porous about him. Yes. It just gets everywhere. He's, he's fluid. But so, but, and I don't think of Carol Burnett that way. Or Bernadette Peters that but way. But they're slinky. But there's all a 70s slinkiness. Together were, yeah, there's a 70s slinkiness. Mm-hmm. It bled into the early 80s famously. The, well, the, the 90s didn't until right. September 2001. Exactly. But, yeah. Exactly. Yep. Huh. I, okay, yeah. There, I, I, Bernadette I've Peters loved is hot. her hair as long as I've, like, I remember first seeing, like, that insane kind of curl. The red? No, uh, Bernadette Peters. Oh, yes. I, yeah. I have mm-hmm. been so jealous of that my entire See, I've life. I've wanted Hannigan hair. 
I love, like, well, that makes sense because you I dye love your hair red. Curly red hair. I wish that my hair had like, I, like if perms. So were like not, your child, right? But yeah. I want like tight curls. Like I want like Grace Coddington hair, where it's like frizz, like a big frizz. I think puff. you need a permanent if you want. Yeah, to I know. That. And I don't like. I'm already dyeing my hair too, so it's like I can't. He can't add another stuff. double homicide. My hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's a double homicide. <laughs> double homicide. Um, I also um, need to acknowledge that. Bernadette Peters is like not really aging. No, it's it's alarming. Because I did, in fact, watch. Uh, I am Amazon's only viewer of Mozart in the Jungle. Do you think she's been touched by an angel, honey? <laughs> Are you kidding me? I mean, a good one, obviously. No, by all means, t- go, take a look at her face, and you tell me that it hasn't been just a yank at the forehead. Well, you know, I mean, if you get the good work, uh, no, but she's got like classic older. I don't know. Her eyebrows have always been particularly arched, I would say. Yeah, she looks great, man. She looks so... in her gams. Mm. Her Incredible. big age. Incredible. It's Because she's in her 70s, I think. She is... Let's see. How old? Carol Burnett 73. is still with us, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Because I, I went to go hear her speak a few years ago with Mom and Was Dad. it just her, or was no, she... No, it was just her. It was like kind of like a... It wasn't even a one-woman show, which was kind of like a... Q&A. She's fun, man. But all the cues were like, how'd you get to be so wonderful, Carol? (laughs) (laughs) I I really was pretty bored by that. (laughs) She'd just like pull in her ear and be like, "Mm, I told you I'd have to kill you. (laughs) Why am I here? (laughs) Because you were studying because you're going to be like that when you're Uh, (laughs) Your mouth to God's ears. That's what you'd love, to just have an audience asking you how you got to be so funny. That's why I've, like, I've, to me, the absolute ideal career is Fran Lebowitz. She stopped writing books She's just a public wit. long ago. Right. Yeah, people just want to know her opinion on things because it's just generally pretty, like, ugh. It's kind of funny. Yeah. And the way she words things in a funny way. She does. So, yeah, they, Bernadette Peters says, I'm <laughs> Lily St. Regis. I'm named after the hotel. Not the hotel's named after me. I'm no. named after the hotel. And then Carol says something, or Miss Hannigan says something like. Marty like the cherry. Like the cherry. Miss Hannigan says something along the lines of room service. Like, it's supposed to be some kind of burn. And I'm like, I don't, I don't get why that's mean. <laughs> Anyways. Wait, have we done Greece yet? We did. We, we did it, like, Greece too. Recently, didn't we? We did it. No, we did it long time. A long okay. Time ago. Yeah. Okay. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just like, I up is down and I'm really thrown about doing two Little Women episodes. I know. <laughs> well, the same and, then, and then when you asked me if we had done Annie before, I was like, I don't think so. Now that we're talking about it, I know that we haven't. Right. But we've discussed, you're right. We did discuss Bo Brummel at some point. I don't know what episode we discussed Bo Brummel. I don't either. That was the key that really, Yes. The Bo Brummelie. The Bo Brummel of it all. Yeah. Um, so. Oh, yeah. Sorry. So the, the line that I wanted to call out here was that Bernadette, the, she's like stealing. Lily is stealing. Oh, yeah. And Carol or Miss Hannigan says something like, your girlfriend missed sticky fingers over here. And she goes, actually, or what she say? I beg your pardon, I'm sure, but I don't stoop to what you're incinerating. <laughs> She's I so love her. Hot idiot is the best thing you can be in the world. I hope she's a beautiful little fool, and she is. She really is. So we jump back to. Oh, I guess they're there just to generally plant the seed that they would like money. Yeah, he's right? like, I need a fiver, and she's like, not even a nickel for the, the subway. subway. Do you think? I, there's no way that it's not the case that Amy Sedaris was inspired by Carol Burnett. Oh, that's like not a question. Just in my the, mind. the like villainous slinkiness. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think I think Not John Waters has to be a huge Oh, absolutely. Because she loves ugly so much. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I, I often what was what was the one thing that you and I were certain had to have inspired Amy Poehler? It was like a 
like a plucky little thing. Calamity Jane. Calamity Jane. Yeah. 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 I often I wonder about that kind of stuff. Um, I don't really remember the whole purpose of, is it just an introduction scene when we meet Rooster and St. Regis? Because they don't start plotting on No, Annie yeah, yet. it's just, it's just to kind of introduce them. Yeah. 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 And then, um, back at the, at the mansion. At the, at the Mans. Uh, yeah, at Le Mans. Uh, Annie is just fully up in Mr. Warbucks's office. Like, okay, so this scene is hilarious It's to so me. cute. He's, like, doing what I thought business was. Right. Buy copper. Like, Buy yeah. more copper. Yeah, and sell it at a higher price. <laughs> and, like, just hanging up. Yeah. And then... <laughs> and he's, like, like name-checking people, like, J. Edgar, get me whatever. Oh, and it's like... I know. Oh, my God. Well, and, and this is it's funny to me. And what I think is good about this movie is it... It says a lot of things about point of views, but I don't know what point of view the movie has. No, yeah. Because, like, at, at this point we have, like, just it, <laughs> like a cartoon of, like, a Russian revolutionary throw a bomb right. in there, and then Punjab grabs it, does a... Gives it a beautiful flourish, twirl, spin, throws it out, and throws it, And then yeah. grabs a dude, and... And he's like, oh my God, who is that guy? And then... And Grace is like, it's the Bolsheviks. The Bolsheviks. <laughs> they hate him because he's good at capitalism. <laughs> Which I was... <laughs> I can't tell if that's supposed to be a joke or not. I don't know. But also, the Bolsheviks leaping lizards. <laughs> I know. Like, I guess I don't... I've not really heard that term applied to American communist efforts. No. To, to, it seems like a very specific sectarian thing in Russia. Right. Exactly. But I get it because it is a fun word to say. It's very fun to say. And the rhythm of the Bolsheviks leaping lizards leaping as a lizards. So Beautiful. cute. And I love, too, that Daddy Warbucks is, like, continuing his phone calls. He's yes. not, he's not unbothered. He's like, they, they, they shoot for the king all the time, and they miss. And they just keep missing, because I got the best bodyguards and, in the biz. And that's why I was like, oh, my God, I hate it. I want him, I want him in the worst way. <laughs> I'm <laughs> what crazy. am I going to do? I want him in the worst way. Um, so, so they go to the movies. And pull yeah, because he's like, get this kid out of my hair. Why don't you take her to the movies? And she's like, yeah, Pepper went to the movies one time. And then... She some miss I can't remember the deal. They it's they talk about it and then they kind of retract the idea and she goes, Well, Pepper probably lied. She lies about a lot of things. And Aww. actually I think it's better when you don't know what you're missing. And then Daddy Warbucks ah! is like, Okay, you know what? Cancel my plans, buy out the theater for the eight o'clock showing. We're gonna go we're all going to the movies. This song is this cute. Fun ass song. Let's go to the movies. First of all, Annie was right, and Grace should have kept her hair down because it was really God, pretty. She looked so hot, right? So hot, so, super seventies again, too. Yes, that yeah. like frizz. I love that dance move where she just moves them forward on the bench. Oh, it's so cute! And then, um, incredible line in the song when mm-hmm. they're like, "Give the maid the night off," and the maid they show her being like, "Bye," <laughs> and, he, and he just yells from the car, "Turn the kitchen light off." It stuck with me. It's, it's so a cute good. one. It's so cute. Um, they go to the movies, and I, like I guess these are like live performers before the movies because they know that Zaddy Warbucks is there. And like, what is that? I was awful confused by that growing up. Going to be honest with you, that's not been my movie going experience personally. Well, we're not particularly well off compared to him. I also wonder if though that was kind of a thing in like when like movies were kind of new and they were like, well, we can't like not have all the other performers that have been on stage just That's true. Maybe you know like what a, I mean? Like a transitional, a transitional period, period. <laughs> uh before they were made redundant by a dancing hot dog <laughs> 20 years <laughs> exactly. later. Exactly. Uh, so I looked at the plot of this movie, did you? No, well, I just looked up, like, the name of it. Camille. Yeah, by George Cooker. Okay, so it was 
based on La Traviata, oh. which is the same musical that was based. Well, that's not on that, La Boheme. That, right? um, yeah. Okay. That, like, because I was like, this seems a lot like Moulin Rouge. And yeah. It is. When you got someone dying in your he, like, arms. Well, and he throws money at her. And he's like, I don't know you anything anymore. Yeah. And it's like, oh my god. <laughs> Interesting. Well, okay. So did you know that um, John Barrymore was in that movie? Interesting. And that Drew Barrymore tried out for Annie and was Aww. turned down. She would have been a cute one. She really would have. Yeah. She, she's got. And I, I know I texted you this last night, but Kristen Chenoweth also tried out for that role. Would have also been absolutely would have adorable. Been hilarious for her to would break out an Oklahoma but accent. I, you know what? That was God protecting her from being a child star because she really would. <laughs> given given everything we know about her public persona. Oh, I know. Do you think that she was equipped for fame at that age? No. And it seems like Eileen Quinn was like well adjusted, you know? Yeah. And that she's she, like lived a normal productive life in society, exactly. you know? Uh the, well, and Kristen Chenoweth was denied the role because her southern accent was too thick. Which Baby. I didn't even know she's from the south. That's she's so, from Oklahoma. That is so cute. Isn't that adorable? A Something, tiny little Okie. A tiny... <laughs> Like jazzy little baby with a thick Oklahoma accent. I know. Is adorable. <laughs> um, Maybe he's rich, <laughs> as rich as can be. I think I saw you that TikToker, that girl being like, a lot of New York girls like to say, I'm a New York six, but a Midwest 10. And it's like, I don't think that you and your septum piercing are going to pull in Oklahoma. <laughs> they said your baby bangs <laughs> your too, baby right? Your baby bangs. <laughs> You're not going to pull. <laughs> I was like, Ouch. It's Someone true. needed to hear that, It's though. true. Um, so Sweet Annie falls asleep during this movie. And this scene is another one that made me cry. Uh, it was very tender. It was mm-hmm. very sweet. Daddy Warbucks and Grace carry her. To, well, he carries her to bed. And then he and Grace, like, tuck her in and change her into her nightie while she's falling asleep. And he goes, how did you do that? Put her to bed. And she's like, you did it, too. And he's like, I did? Like, he's just, oh like, God, totally so unaware cute. that he has any parental skills. I love that these two were just, like, um, had an employer-employee relationship <laughs> one week. And then they, uh, you know, their PR orphan right. makes them parents. <laughs> right. Well, I think they had worked together for a long time yeah. before that. Yeah, yeah. But then that one, you, you mean that one week was, yeah, like, what like drew them together? Transformative. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, the next day, Grace is, like, she serves in this little yellow dress. Yeah, they, like, it doesn't indicate that anything happened, but there's something about them that feels post-coital in this scene. It does. Right? Yeah, well, it's like... that her hair's down. Well, and it's like that they bonded over a child. A child. A child. (laughs) So she, like, gets all dressed up real cute to be like, hey... I have a crazy idea. <laughs> what if what if we didn't have to take her I'm back? off the Zans, but I'm thinking we keep that baby. <laughs> and he's like, no, I love money. This is this is not the pursuit of money, having a child. <laughs> and um but then it's cute. He like he says something about like your teeth are crooked. And she's like, I'll have them fixed. And he's like, I like them crooked. And she's like, I'll leave them. And then he goes, I've just noticed something. You're awfully pretty when you argue with me. It's kind of cute. I, look, I, I think I've made myself Is it feminist? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't care. I'm slipping right off this chair right now. I love Daddy Warbucks. He's so, he is actually so cute. Yeah. Ugh. Um, And they just have like a chemistry that is unparalleled. It's really, yeah. It's very good. So she's like, I'll I'll drop the papers or whatever. I'll, I'll sign the papers. And he's like, let me do I'll it. I'll do it. Yeah. But then, okay, I love We Got Annie as a it's musical so number. It's so cute. Because everyone's so excited that she gets to stay. It's like the cast of Downton Abbey, but like musical. Yeah. Okay. You know? Still famously for someone who's been doing a period piece podcast for four years. Oh, man. I got to tell never you. never watched Downtown Arby's. It's a great, you can just really truly turn your brain off it's just it's just let it wash over you it's real pretty what my resistance is there's uh 
in the entire run, maybe like four total worries. Maybe it's because I don't like that Dan guy. Oh, he's not in it for very long. (laughs) (laughs) Spoiler, that's Uh one of the worries. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. And you know who he's replaced with? Who? Matthew Good. All right. Yeah, you're making some points. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So... This this scene is fun. The Daddy Warbucks goes to to deliver the papers to. It's incredible. Um, Miss Hannigan, mm-hmm. and he's just trying to get her to sign, and she is greeting him Beaver first. Oh, absolutely. Will not. Will not back down. I, I guess I'll never. She's, she's got like sexual ferocity that is humiliating. <laughs> she says, and like, I a bonus Iris. Bonus Iris. Bonus Iris. And then when he, and when she he's calls like, my little billiard ball. Oh, he keeps. He says something about like your. He's got the 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 tea on her. Like he's done his work, and he's like. You you lock the orphans in the closet. You hawk their Christmas souvenirs. You steal the funds you should deposit. You make them gravel while you buy lavaliers. Um, and then anyway, so she finally like signs when she's been like cornered in the bathtub full of gin. Yeah. And she goes, I guess I'll never know the feeling of running fingers through <laughs> your hair. <laughs> so funny. I love it. Yeah. Um, so he goes and talks to Annie and he's like uh, telling her about his fortune and this scene is so effing cute. She's in that little jumpsuit because she's just been doing karate. Oh my god! It's I know. like a little bubble suit, and he's like, "Come walk with me." And they're like walking. Everything she does is men. so cute. It's so cute. <laughs> and I think I, I I don't know if I mentioned this in the podcast guys, but I know told, I told Lindsay these absolute toothless assholes who run the Razzies awarded her a Razzie. She's a child, bitch. Do you know what? And also, it was for Best Supporting Actress. Bitch, she's the titular character. She is the orphan. And also, they gave her a Razzie for Best Worst Newcomer. Well, what the hell? They tanked her career. Honestly. That's so... Because she was truly adorable. She was giving you all of the grit and charm you could ask for. Her little freckles, her little face. My goodness. So he's talking about um, his first hundred million, which again, this is in 1933 money and it should be 1936 money, but that's, well, that's even, it's even earlier than that. Cause he said, when I was 21, I made my first million in the next 10 years. By the time I was 31, I yeah. made my a hundred million. Yeah. And I guess I didn't realize when he specifically said he was a billionaire, but this, cause this was the latest statistic I had to work off. It was that he has at least a hundred million, Yeah, which in 1936 money is two billion dollars yeah well and he, at this point he's a billionaire because so, which has got to be like trillionaire by now yeah he says something about in the next 10 years i had a hundred million dollars in those days that was a lot of money that's a that's a funny line it's a good line <laughs> it's a good line and then later when he offers fifty thousand, um yes for annie which is nothing to him yeah that's a million dollars in today money yeah so annie yeah annie's like he gives her a locket he's like to replace your broken one and she's like no that's from my birth parents and I feel like they're still alive and so he's like okay well if that's how you feel like we're gonna try to find them which this part seemed so long as a kid I know so it's he, really not he puts out a, re- a reward and then you know as an aside let's go visit the Roosevelt's right which Edward is- Herman oh oh my god I know I just realized it today too yeah so the grandfather Richard the Gilmore. Gilmore girls yeah Oh my Isn't that God. incredible? So e- there's so much about this. They go, what do they call the helicopter? It's like an Airbus or I don't that. know. They had yeah. some silly name for it. She's wearing a cute little like flight helmet. I did feel like when he lifted her out of the helicopter, we were at um, decapitation level threat. 
okay. I, no. Anytime I see a, a helicopter, I'm like, it's not worth it. It's not <laughs> worth it. Um, but to keep ahead where it is, Buster. Uh, thank you. Um, I also was just laughing. Like, I really wish that when Annie got out of the plane and saw the Roosevelt, she'd be like, what? You're in a wheelchair? <laughs> what is this? Because they kept it from everybody. They did. Yeah. yeah. She just didn't blink. I know. Yeah. Well, because she's... Adorable. She's classy. She's classy. <laughs> She's like, I don't think it's a big deal that the president hid his She's polio She's a child of a millionaire. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, the the favors done to the, the toothy old Roosevelt's here. <laughs> you said this made them look less like a ball of teeth. They do. I mean, like, you look at any picture of them, and it's like, yeah, I can tell they're cousins. Yeah. They, they, it certainly looks like they've been swimming in the same gene pool. <laughs> yeah, they did have big teeth. Big old yeah. teeth. Big old teeth. And this was a, like a, it was very, and it's not that I felt like they shouldn't have been, but it was like very, um, oh, geez, we love Mr. Roosevelt. Yeah, You know? Which well, I, and then like they have, it, it, all that he and Eleanor talk about is the New Deal. Of course. They're like, I think that in this country, we should make sure that everybody has dignity and a good place to live, raise their children. And Annie's like, sounds good to me. Right. I mean, it's such a, uh, like, George Washington and the cherry tree sort of like, uh All I can think is that they're probably just the best people who get nominated to be president. Right, of course. Nominated. (laughs) Nominated. Get elected. (laughs) Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But, well, well. Yeah, I'll talk about it. Girl. She's wildin'. She's the worst supporting actress I, today. She is. You're not letting the stars shine. <laughs> so I was, during this, and you know, they, they sing, the sun will come out tomorrow. And like, they somehow think that the Republican billionaire munitions um, man. Warlord. Warlord. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like to think of Daddy Warbucks as Masters of War. Daddy Warlord. <laughs> Oh, oh, no. No. Warb- oh no! Oh <gasps> no! His money came from the <laughs> I feel like a fool right now. Oh no! His name is literally Warbucks. Yikes! Hidden in plain sight. This is wow. like Dickensian. It's always the one you most expect. God, when people tell you who they are, believe them. Yikes! I'd still, I'd still bone. <laughs> still what? I'd still pull. Um, yeah. Oh my God. Anyway. The, the well, he's, that, he got your husband's bald head and bright, shiny blue eyes. So I make, have there a is type. an element of that. That's, That's my, my type. type. <laughs> I love a bald man. Yeah. Um, so they're powerful. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, the, he, I guess. Roosevelt, which did you know that uh, how they pronounce that depends on the branch of the family? No, like some of them are Roosevelts and some of them are Roosevelts. Interesting. Yeah, were they both presidents Roosevelt or were they Roosevelt? I think they were both Roosevelt, but okay. I want to say that um, Teddy. No, help me out here. The wife. Oh, Eleanor was a Roosevelt. I think she might have been a Roosevelt. Okay, interesting. I should know more about this because I did an extensive project on Eleanor Roosevelt when I was in fifth grade. So she's I'm basically a scholar. <laughs> Truly. Um, yeah. No, she is. She is. She's pretty cool. Um, but anyway, it's just it's it's a, to me it was interesting that they had uh, they called up their billionaire friend and were like, "Would you do the New Deal? <laughs> Can you run it? <laughs> Can you run it? <laughs> I know that you're like a whole Republican and repo- like opposed to social programs, but." Can you? <laughs> yeah, it, and that's how it was done. Please? Yeah. Um, which, here's the funny part, because I, I had to dive into this. I was like, wait, was the guy, like, 
what are the politics of Annie? So the radio, sh- there's a radio show. Mm-hmm. Um, well, back up. There's a stage musical uh-huh. Annie that was based on the radio show. Wasn't there? There was a comic strip too that was based on the comic strip. Okay. The comic strip actually predated the Depression. It started in 1924. Yeah. So Orphant Annie was what it was called. Really? With a T. Orphant. Why? What the hell is that? I have no idea. So the guy who made it, I can't remember his name, extremely petty. Yeah. So he, like, would travel the country for inspiration on this. Yeah. Um, and he, he hated Roosevelt so much. <sighs> so the dude, he was, like... He was conservative, I think, in, like, a neocon kind of way. Okay. And that he... Um, so, basically, here's what happened. Uh, during World War II, he uh-huh. wrote a comic strip about how little orphan Annie put, pulled together, like, a junior league of little girls to collect okay. scrap metal for the war. Okay. Didn't even get to wear my damn tiara. <laughs> tiara. Um, and that inspired like a junior league of little girls to collect scrap metal and it was like a big deal and like he got commendations for this and so he was like okay and so he like called up the roosevelt administration and was like may i please have more um gas ration than anyone else because i need to travel the country to research for this comic strip and they were like what you do isn't essential right and (laughs) and it isn't and it yeah it isn't, but he felt that he deserved something because he did inspire some good effort, whatever. Right. And so he was like, oh, it's going to be like that. <laughs> and, like, from there, started, like, <laughs> I think there was one comic strip where, like, Daddy Warbucks gets so mad <laughs> at Roosevelt that he dies. Oh, no. Yeah, like... Okay, did you know that there was a Mrs. Warbucks in the comic strips, too? No, I did not know And that. apparently she was, like, the chief villain. Like, she uh-huh. hates Annie, and so whenever Daddy Warbucks is gone, she, like, contrives a reason to send her off. And this is actually what inspired millions of Disney Channel movies. Exactly. Yeah. And then also, Miss Hannigan, the initial, like, orphanage lady was Miss Asthma. Oh, yeah, I did read that. And then they changed it to mistreat because it was like mistreat. Oh, my God, they did it again. Isn't that goofy? I'm still really pretty thrown by Warbucks. Warbucks. I am, too. I was like, I always thought that was a funny last name. Like Warburton like, you or never, something. You never you know? meet a Warbucks, but then it's like, oh, you there's a reason. You never meet a Warbucks. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I cannot believe. Wow. <laughs> Real dumb bitch hours dumb that we had to hours. process that. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, yeah. they go on the radio to announce that. Oh, that they're going to offer $50,000 to anybody who is Annie's parents. Like, to the people that are actually Annie's birth parents. Uh, so that they can reunite them. And they, like, put it on the news. And it's whatever. Like, you know, it's a whole thing. So Rooster smells opportunity. Mm-hmm. Is a businessman. Hustle and grind. <laughs> rise and, and grind. Rise and grind, baby. Um, and it's like, hey, so sad. So Um... They conspire that um, Ms. Hannigan will give them the paperwork to help Mm -hmm. in the background, Mm -hmm. the deep background. And she has the other piece of the locket. She has known for years that Annie's parents died in a fire. That is so messy. Never told her. Which is so effed up. Yeah. And then, yeah. So Rooster and Lillian decide they're going to, like, be these characters. Very fake mustache. Fake mustache. And Um, this is the slinkiest song that ever slinked. And this is also street. This is where it's like there's too much sexual energy between Rooster and his sister. There's one point where they're kicking their legs above his head, and he looks up Hannigan's skirt. Also, did they do the the old goofy 
the sock chicken dance? beanbag trick for her boobs in this scene. Oh, I think so. Because they're like that, really and shaking. And you know that feels like a like <laughs> she brought that idea in. Absolutely. The choreo in this, I mean, like when they start doing the stair work, it really is impressive. But they start off on their hands and knees, just kind of like clomping around. I'm like, why? And then he does like that silly to me. That pole vault. What is it? Not pole vault. Is that what it's called? That thing in that gymnastics move where you oh, like, where swing he starts b boying. Yeah. What the hell? That was wild. I was like, is that Tim Curry or is that a body double i they they had a few scenes where it was just their backs and i was like that surely is not the case mm. so <laughs> that is not correct that is not correct <laughs> um i learned this through imdb but it, it i did immediately after see it in the movie because they bring the paperwork to daddy warbucks and they're like we are her parents we've missed her so oh. and then you look at the paperwork and you learn that annie's christian name do you know it no Anne marie mudge Oh, no. Not yeah. much. Cuddle a mudge, baby. No. Um, so they, they're like, it's real simple. See, we'll dump this kid, immediately kill her, and take the fight. <laughs> yeah, like, they pull right out of the, the mansion property, and Miss Hannigan hops in the car. Like, yeah. It was, Which, as a kid, I was like, this is chilling. <laughs> it was real ham-handed. Like, why don't you guys? And so Annie, Annie's like, you guys, I gotta pee. And then she's like, listen, mister, when you gotta go, you gotta go. That move, that line kills with kids. Oh, it Takes does. all the last bit of this with me. And she was like, wait, why are they doing this? Wait, mommy, what's happening? <laughs> and then she goes, when you gotta go, you gotta go. Like, I'm gonna put that in the back of my... Oh, I love when kids are like, I'll save this for a precocious moment <laughs> like, later. Like, when she, when she, you saw her have that moment when somebody went, you want a sip of this? And the girl went, no. And she's like, more for me. And Tig went, more for me. Oh, more yes. At the airport in Orlando last year. Oh, my God. Ago. I forgot about that. More for me. More for me. Okay. <laughs> I loved watching that dawn on her because it connected me with who I was as yes. a kid so much. I yes. was like, it's you, all material, babe. <laughs> you were collecting material everywhere you went. Um, Man. God, that was so cute. I forgot about that. It was adorable, yeah. Um, anyway, so. They let she, her out of the car and she, she starts takes a running. the check. She takes the check. Smart. Uh-huh. Starts a running. Uh-huh. And I guess starts scaling a building <laughs> unclear she, running up that road running, running up, up that, that building hill, running up that building um <laughs> kate kate stop kate, kate. but the, oh by the way the orphans overheard this oh yes. dastardly plan and so they well, escaped. Well, Molly tried to tell Pepper, and Pepper was being a real Pepper's a bee real about it. Yeah. She I really say is, that about a child. We're, we, we know you're disappointed you didn't get this role. She's you not, were about six feet tall. She's not pro Annie. She's not, she's not doing, she's not being a good friend. She's not doing the work. <laughs> she's, not, she's not being a very good friend. Yeah. So um, they all escape, and they get to Mr. Daddy Warbucks's house. Like, Thank you for correcting yourself, because it would be a real shame if you called him Mr. Warbucks. Also, oh my God. As Annie's packing up her clothes, this part absolutely murdered me. When she's like, Stop you can it. give this to Pepper. Molly would look really cute in this. And she's like, I, because Grace is like, you can keep all of these. And she's like, yeah, but my parents are poor and I don't parents. want to embarrass them. So sad. And then she sings something like, um, maybe I'll forget how nice he was to me or whatever. And then as she's driving off with them, he sings like, and maybe I'll forget how much she meant to me. And I was like, this is the fifth time I'm crying in this stupid <laughs> so movie. It's so sad. It's so sad. And then Tig caught me and she goes, mommy, why are you crying about this? And I was like, I don't know how to explain it. It's really You're going to be the subject of her next vlog. <laughs> 
Welcome to Matilda's Melodies. Um, This song is about how my mom cries at everything. When these five-year-old has started recording vlogs for herself. Yes, on her Kindle Fire. And they're incredible. so cute. I love them so much. Matilda's Melodies. It's so cute. She makes up songs. I can't even, like, children are perfect. They're so adorable. So, anyways, um, Daddy Warbucks gets, the orphans come in and they're like, they're bad. It's not, that's, and he goes like, I knew it. So he immediately gets on the phone, J. Edgar, they've (laughs) kidnapped little orphan Annie. Yeah. And he gets on it. And then they get Punjab in the helicopter, like, trying to find uh, that, where they should go. That's the scene that always sticks out to me. So he just, he like, unraveled. starts undoing the turban. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, man. And so they, they rescue her, obviously. Yeah. But Rooster and Lily were talking about killing her. This is, like, Hannigan's and one redeeming moment was that for her... She's like, she's a baby. Killing killing the child was a bit much. That's a step too far. So that's why she gets to be at the, at uh, the scene at the end. The party. The which, Bacchanal at the 4th of July. But, like, it was unclear to me that it was the 4th of July because Annie's wearing the same dress we'd seen her in previously, the red dress. Oh, gotcha. The well, iconic the red iconic dress. The iconic Annie dress. Yes. And, but all of the, the kids from the orphanage are dressed in their, like, finest. Yeah. And Miss Hannigan gets They're to ride now. on an elephant. Gets. <laughs> not on. Not fair. <laughs> no. Like, she gets to be, like, an honored guest at this party. And I did catch that Miss Grace had something glittering on her left hand, so I'm hoping that means that she and Daddy Warbucks got in car. You better. Anyway, uh-huh. so yeah, she's saved. She's obviously adopted, and they have yeah. that, that moment. Um, so a few random things. Um, I, of course, sent Lindsay a, a screenshot from King of the Hill of Cotton Hill saying, sorry I'm late, I had to stop at the <laughs> Wax Museum and give the finger to FDR. <laughs> I kind of just, I, have, I think about it a lot. Um, so, <laughs> you, it's so much of your brain is King of the Hill. I know. And you know it better than anyone I've ever met. I, those are the things where I'm like, I really did marry the only person for me. Because, like, <laughs> Craig also is extremely destroyed by King of the Hill. <laughs> Got in your brain. It lives in our brain. Why, yeah. Shug, why? <laughs> um... But Midler was offered the role of Miss Hannigan. She declined. She would have also probably ate she it. She would have. In she a different way. Ate that. Steve Martin offered the role of Rooster, but he was breaking up with Bernadette Peters at the time. Or had he would just have ate it too, but her. in a different way. Yes. Mick Jagger really wanted to play Rooster. Oh, that would have been kind of hot. It would have been hot. Tim Curry's better. But that was the second time he got rebuffed for a role that Tim Curry wanted. He wanted to be Frankenfurter too. Oh. Mm-hmm. And then they were mm-hmm. both passed over for Clockwork Orange. Mm. Tim Curry is Frankenfurter. I'm um, so sorry. No, he just is. He just is. Um, Jack Nicholson actually signed on to play Daddy Warbucks. Okay, now that... Now, I would have liked to see that. Yes, I would too. Um, but, you know, it all worked out for the best. Yeah. So, I was curious to see, like, did, did was there, like, a higher percentage of orphans during... The depression? Yeah, like, why would you choose that as your subject matter? But as you said, the the comic strip predates the Great Depression. But there were more than 200,000 vagrant kids during the Great Depression. Oh, my God. In 1932, I also had these are fun facts. In 1932, roughly 10% of the population was unemployed, and 25% of homes didn't have a single wage earner. Isn't that insane? 75% of workers had reduced pay and hours, which was roughly down to 60% of what they were used to. And the average income was 40% less than it was in 1929. Isn't that insane? That's so depressing. Um, So yeah, I guess there were just a bunch of like feral kids. Yeah. During the Great Depression. I mean, our great grandmother used to tell us stories about the Depression and like her family was poor, but like even she knew that like Papa's family was like 
poor, poor. Yeah. Like, she was like, oh, yeah, Galen's family, he didn't have shoes. Like, God. it was it was sad. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh, my gosh. Awful. Anyways, um, next week, we're not going to be here. We're not going to be here. Do we want to decide now what we're going to watch afterwards or just surprise the girls? I think we just surprise the girls. I think that sounds great. Right? But um, I hope you guys really enjoyed our essay on Annie. Today, we have shown you how to watch Annie <laughs> and how to do scant amounts of research on Annie. <laughs> on Annie. <laughs> and how to thirst after Albert Finney. I don't think we needed to and teach Tim you that. Curry, but you can figure that out on your own, girls. Yeah, you got that one, babe. All right. Um, until two weeks from now, y'all have a, you know, easy breezy time. Sure. Smooth your brain out. Smooth it out, girls. <laughs> Stream <right>. it. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.